listening to Colin Bradley Artcast with Colin Bradley and Stephen Bradley. Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Ah, we're back again. We're getting into yes. the swing of things. I know. Well, we've, we've enjoyed it. We've enjoyed the last couple. Do you know, yeah. as well, I'm going to check it up for you right now and tell you, tell you live, that last podcast, not the last one, this is, we're recording a bit in advance, but the, the one that we released after like a long break, mm-hmm. um, that is like in a week, it's had 700 downloads. Good Lord. I know. Uh, well, you... People are bang on it they love it <laughs> so i'll tell you that and before it then what's that <laughs> what did you say oh i said if you keep them waiting yeah <laughs> what did i say what when how hey what <laughs> <laughs> the only downside this one up. the only downside to this is the fact that we're we're delayed did you listen to it back? Did you hear the end of that podcast? We were abs- I certainly did. We were absolutely bang <laughs> on with the uh, Enjoy Your Week. Were we? Now, that, that's strange, isn't it? Because coming coming across the, the airways to to our two setups, you were, you, were, you were after me. I went first and you came second. Yeah, actually, it came out together. You're yeah. quite right. Yeah. That's, in, that's incredible, isn't it? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> No explaining it, Steve. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So anyway, I'm I'm really pleased. Everyone seems to be really pleased that these podcasts are back. So um, yeah, we're getting into the swing of things now. And um, also, as a bit of feedback from people about the prints that we were talking about, the vintage prints that you did yep. um, 30 years ago, lots of people saying, yes, I want to see them. Good. Um, well, I, so, I've... I've got some out. I've got the Canterbury. I found that. That was 1986, Steve, that one. Was it? Yes, it's actually got written on the bottom. I, I've only got a print of it. I The original went well, soon after I did it. Uh, but <clears throat> it's got 1986 on the bottom of it. So I think the Chillum one was about the same. Yeah. And I've got that one too. So I've got the Chillum one and I've got the Canterbury one. I haven't got hold of the Broadsairs one yet. The one we oh, talked okay. about, yeah, yeah. But uh, I think I know where that is. I've just got a. It's in uh, um, my cellar somewhere, so yeah. I'll, I'll have to find it. There's, but there's, I will do. There's a picture that you did of the Christmas card in the snow. Oh yes, that's right. Yes, that's 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 Chillum. That is like oh no oh I'm thinking of the other one the the London one is it the. Oh yes, like Westminster. House, Westminster I did, houses. I did two London ones. I don't. Did you, I, I don't know whether I showed you the other one. You I did, did one because I took. It's actually. It's actually. Yeah, you did. I know which one you're thinking of. It's actually on our Instagram. Um, it's the one with the London bus in it, isn't it? Oh, that's the Westminster one. But I did two. I did another one, and the other one was. Uh, it was uh, Windsor Castle in the snow and the why i did that i did it for swans to below at the time i was working with swans to below uh, doing their uh, do a lot of work with them and they asked me if i could do a christmas card for them okay so i did it with windsor castle because they come from slough or they were based in slough i think they might still be there yeah anyway they they were based in slough which is stone's row from windsor 
so I said, I discussed different things with them. I mean, Slough wouldn't be a very pretty Christmas card, if you see what I mean. But, uh, <laughs> no offence, Slough. <laughs> Not as pretty as Windsor. <laughs> no. So we, we we all agreed that, yes, Windsor would be. And uh, I I did a picture of... Sorry, I don't know whether I've actually showed it to you. I've got it I somewhere. I can find it. that one. I so, can, well, I have. I've seen it recently, so I could find it. So there's there's one that is the one of St Paul's, and you've got lots of people. It's at a distance, quite a distance. That's right. Um, and then there's the other one, which is of Westminster. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Is it Westminster Abbey? It looks like. Uh, uh, yes, it is Westminster yeah. Abbey. Yeah. yeah. That are you? Is there is there a chance of doing either that one or? the Windsor one or the St Paul's one, redoing them? Right. Well, I tell you, the one that I won't do again will be the St Paul's one. Because that's ridiculously complicated. <laughs> oh, not half. I, I just couldn't. <laughs> and that was in watercolour too. Yeah, it's mad. Well, well, actually, that was in watercolour and the uh, the Windsor, the not the Windsor scene, the um, Westminster Abbey scene, yeah. that was in watercolour as well. Yeah. Those those two were in watercolour. That's why. But I'm the other one, that's the uh, St Paul's one, not St Paul's, Windsor Castle one, that was in pastel. Yeah. So would you do the Westminster Abbey one in watercolour again? Oh, yes. If, if everybody wanted to see it, I would, yes. Oh, I'll pop that I, up on Instagram as well or on what Facebook. What I'll do is I'll do a few more um, characters, a few more people, a yeah. few more buses, because there's... If you, if you know Windsor, if you know Westminster Abbey and the area, my goodness, it's it, it's sparse according to that. Yeah. I mean, one London bus, which you'd have a lot. Admittedly, that was. Well, there's based. no there's no buses in this Westminster Abbey one. Ah, wait a minute. Yeah, there are there are in the Westminster Abbey snow scene. Are you talking about? Yeah. No. There are. There's a one London bus in it. Where, right, where right is in it? The Right in the middle of the picture, yes. Oh, you no, we're, looking, we're talking about two different pictures. I think you're talking about Canterbury Cathedral. Oh, is that Canterbury Cathedral? It, oh it is. We've been talking about completely different <laughs> stuff for the last five minutes. Now, what a great podcast this is, folks. I bet you're really enjoying this, aren't you? <laughs> so that's Canterbury. I thought that was London. That's Canterbury no. Cathedral. I do not know my... Locations. But I, yes, I could do that again. Yes, in fact, I I, I had thought about that. That's... I want to see Westminster Abbey then. Ah, well, I've got it. I want to see I'll that. show it to you, Steve. I'll let you see it. Anyway, the summary is that <laughs> I want you to do more uh, watercolors because these ones look absolutely beautiful, mm. and I'd love to see them redone. Mm. I'm sure mm. other people would love well, to see the them. Canterbury Cathedral because I did two. I did that one in. Um, I just can't remember whether I did that in watercolor. I think that might have been a pastel one. It looks watercolor to me. Does it really? Oh well, there you go. But I'm it's stretching my memory now. I mean, this is thirty odd years ago. Right? I know. Me. I know. It's tough yeah. to remember that far back. You're lucky. I, I could still remember that far back. Anyway. I will do them again. We'll sort it all out. There's a lot. There's a lot. I found some others as well, which I'm also going to do. So I've got something like a dozen watercolour potential pictures now. Can you do me a favour? If you find them, can you take a picture on your phone and WhatsApp them to me? 
Yes, I will. Because so, then I, I will hopefully, when this podcast goes out, I'll, I'll have them side by side so people will have some context to what we've been talking about for the last five minutes. <laughs> That's a very good idea. Yeah. Um, otherwise, people will be like, what is going on? What are they doing? I will. I'll send you a WhatsApp uh, photograph of it, and I'll, I'll also caption it, what it is. Yeah, if you could, because I clearly don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, people, people were loving that uh, idea, so that's good. We like that. Good. Um, okay. So there's a couple of pictures that I want to talk about because before it gets too much distance between us releasing these pictures – and then us talking about them, I want to try and talk about them now, is the uh, black lab on the pastel mat, dark blue pastel mat, and the German Shepherd that you did. Mm Because when we're recording this, we've just released them. Uh, The German Shepherd's just gone out. And the black Labrador on the dark blues has gone down so well. Mm, Um, And the German Shepherd seems to be going down so well as well. So That's I just right. wanted to talk a bit about them because mm. you did the dark the the dark blue um, one a while back, and you only used seven pencils, and I think that's the appeal to people mm. is that it seems mm. to be quite for such a, a beautiful picture. It seems to be quite simple mm. in terms of colours. Mm. It's amazing when I first looked at that picture. As you know, it was belonged to somebody else, and they are, they gave me the permission to do it. Uh, because I was so um, attracted to it as a an image. When I decided to, shall I talk about the pencils? Because it's the pencil selection yeah. that is in, really interesting on this. I had a dark blue uh, paper. Now I had did have a choice of using the anthracite as well, which I've also got, which is very very dark, almost black uh, paper, and you might think well, if it's a black lab wouldn't it have been better to do it on the anthracite yeah so i tossed up between those two papers but the reason i didn't do it is why i wanted to just a little bit of color in it and i felt the dark blue would be great because i could darken the dark blue if you see what i mean yeah i knew that i could put black on uh, and i could put the 157 which is a great color as well so we'd have the blue paper. I'm talking about a general colour that's going to be all over. The I'd have the blue pastel mat paper, which I would have to colour by putting the uh, dark blue 157 on and then darken it still further with the black. That gave me a, a, a dimensional aspect to it. And this is why it looks so good, because you've got the white, which is and you've got the black, but in between you've got all those colours, including the greys, the couple of greys I used, to give us like sort of like a I'm trying to think of it. It's like a it's like a, a three-dimensional image on two-dimensional paper, if you see yeah. what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And that's how you can create that's how you can create using um, colours. And tones, you can create that image because it, it comes even on Facebook and uh, on the website. It comes out actually that dog that actually looks as though it's actually alive and coming out, and that's the reason. 
And anyway, that that the choice of, and the colour, the grey colours were obvious. I needed those to uh, give that cushioning effect to the white. Otherwise, the white would have been too stark. Yeah. And the other only other colour I used there was the one. 180 or 280, 180, I think it was, the brown. And it's only used in the eye. But that, again, was critical to create the uh, tonal difference. Mm. And I thought, and that was on the original picture as well, you know, the original photograph I had. So I, I, I was true to that. Mm. I think so this anyway, is why it's so appealing, because it's so different from what you would normally do. Um, and that makes sense about the amount of colours you need because you've already got the dark blue paper to work with, mm. so you don't really need to darken it. Like you, you're skipping out base colours, basically, aren't you? Mm. You're getting to that mm. darker tone a lot quicker. So you, there's actually naturally less colours that you need to use. Mm. Um, this is one of the it's one of the advantages, really, of uh, my experience go, that to be able to produce that now. If I Years and years ago, if I'd have done that, I probably would have done it differently because I wouldn't have had the paper. I wouldn't have had the uh, the advantage of having that to pass on that paper at those in that stage. Yeah. And I wouldn't have had the knowledge that I have now on the choice of the colours and how those colours react with each other. So it's kind of it come it's kind of a now picture that could only have been done. Well, it was done last year, but it could only be done at this time rather than earlier on. Yeah. There are there are pictures like that. There's another picture which I'm going to do. I'm actually just starting now in watercolour, uh, which I did originally four or five years ago. I, I can't remember, quite a while ago. And, we, and I looked at the picture at the end. I thought, oh, that's too hard. I can't do that. That. I did it in pastel then, mind you, uh, and I said, that's too hard. That's too hard for our members. Now, five years later, four or five years later, I've looked at it and thought, not only is it now a good picture for our members, because they are coming along brilliantly, but they, we've also got the watercolour. So I'm now doing it in watercolour, where originally it was in pastel. So it's even more challenging, mm. but it's a lovely picture. And again, that can only be, it can only have come out now, not five years ago. Yeah. It would have been too early. Mm. So it's interesting, isn't it? That mm. uh, you, you, I shelve things. I do shelve things and think maybe later on, maybe I can do it, and then I bring them out the uh, out the closet sort of thing. Yeah. So talk about the German Shepherd because that's going from something that's very straightforward in terms of colours selection. The German Shepherd is the opposite. Mm. <laughs> it's so, com you know, mm. more complex. Oh, blimey. So, I don't know how many colours. There was a lot, wasn't there? There was a lot, uh, yeah. All, and uh, some credit colours right across the too. Yeah. Well, the reason I did that was um, because, we, again, that was, was that last year or was the beginning of the year? Anyway, it was, it was recent, but not that recent. Uh and I was experimenting with paper again. I thought, we'll use a pastel mat. And I, at that time, I hadn't done anything else, any other dogs in pastel mat at that time. So I thought it was a little bit of an experiment for me to see how I got on uh, comparing all the other pastel uh, pencil ombre work I'd done. Anyway, I started that one. I was so 
back to, to it was something that um, oh, I can't remember who sent it into us. Gabriel somebody, sent it somebody to wanted us. to do it. I was Gabriel, and we, we again we got back to her and said, "Look, would you mind if we did it?" Because I knew the members would love the uh, the design of it. Uh, anyway, that one I had I did go to town on. And I think people can see that when they look at the picture, that there was a lot of work in there. But my my job really is to impress, to impress people on what just what can be done with a, the pastel pencil medium and the colours and the paper. So I, I was really saying, if you really want a great picture, it can be done with this a medium and I don't honestly when I look at that I don't think I could have even in 10 years time or 20 years time if I lived that long I wouldn't be able to do a better job of it I'd got I'd got everything right because one of the things that uh, I'm conscious of when I'm doing pictures is I don't want to make it too photographic yeah it's so it's easy to do that it's easy to get every hair in place and every you know, the eye is absolutely perfect. And if you do that, then you might as well have a photograph. Mm. I think what you've got to do is still make it look like artwork, but mm. very good, very fine artwork. And uh, so I think I've succeeded with that one. Yeah, well, that's definitely a good way to describe your style and your approach. Um, mm. It's that mm. it's that mixture of the impressionism of seeing every hair, but not every hair needing to be drawn. You know, you've always that's, said that's that absolutely. to me. Um, that's but right. that is a that is a nice way to describe your work, mm. your approach. Well, if you had, uh, for instance, if you've got a very very good acrylic artist, they could produce that picture perfectly to the point where you couldn't really tell whether it was real or not. Mm. It would look like a photograph. Now, the reason I like the pastel pencil as opposed to acrylic and, and uh, even colouring pencils you can do it with is that it won't, uh, won't allow you to get that fine. There's a, there's a limit. And if people blow that, you know, if they look at the picture either on a website or on Facebook and blow it up, you know, stretch it out, which you can now on, on, on our lovely uh, iPads and tools, you'll see that it does look as though it's not as perfect as you think it is, if yeah. you see what I mean. Yeah. Because I often do that. And uh, therefore, you can see the, the – it's not imperfections. It's just that you can see how the structure of the pastel or the way I've – twisted the pencil or applied the colour, all of these little things can be seen there much clear, more clearly than you can when you look at the whole thing. And it struck me when I, I was thinking about that the other day, about what you just said, and it's like you're emulating exactly, you're creating what you felt when you first saw Constables, where you were like, how does he do that? And you got right up close Mm. And you saw it was just blobs and squiggles and stuff like that. And you thought, oh, my God, that's amazing. Mm. And, I, and it's mm. like that vision of what, you know, you, you're creating that for people looking at your work. Mm. That's like right. Full circle. You know, it's mm. like that's what that's what you create. 
and um I notice it a lot on your watercolors when I'm editing your watercolors. When yep. when we we I'm editing it and I'm cutting in close, and then you look away and you're like, I cut to a shot from you know not even very far away. You know when it's zoomed out, but you think, wow, that that looks like exact. That's what made me think of it because I'm editing one of your watercolors at the moment, and it made me think that's exactly what he said that he had the experience he had when he saw Constable's Haywain. You're creating the same feeling. Absolutely right. This is what you're doing. I think because it's whatever we're doing, whether it's pastel pencil or watercolor, it's still creating, you're creating something and in your head and in your mind, you're interpreting a photograph or another artist's work or whatever. And you're putting your own stamp on it. And it's not just the colours that you use. It's not the skill that's being able to be. But it's the impression and the feeling that you want to create as well. Now, this was made pretty evident to me on my real, my last picture, the one that I showed you um, beginning of the week, which I finished, with uh, the canal scene. I think we've talked about it before. Well, what I did, I blew up at one small section of that where above the barges where there's a woodland area, a very dense, deep woodland area. And I was gobsmacked because when I blew it right up, I could see how I developed a depth in that. Now, if you imagine you've got a dark wood, right? You're looking at a lot of dark colours. And into it, you could almost walk into it. You can almost walk into that wood as you see it. Now, that is what I was I saw in the Constable pictures years and years and years ago. So I've actually come kind of where I wanted to be. And yeah. I'm going to do more of that kind of thing. There's going to be more of that picture. And the reason I'm mentioning it now, they won't be seeing it for a little while, but once they do see it, do what I did. Open it up. Don't just look at the picture, which is a lovely picture, it's a, and I've had a lot of compliments locally, my friends and so on who have seen it. But when everybody sees it, they say, well, wow, what a lovely picture. But what you want to do is to go right in as close as you can, as tight as you can, and then you can see all the little brush marks that yeah. I've done. Quite amazing, really. Uh, when it, it, it shocks me because I never see it that close. You know, when I'm draw, when I'm painting it, I don't yeah. see it that close. Yeah. But something happens. Something happens when I've in, I'm interpreting a picture because you've got to remember that I'm chatting all the way through this as well. It's not just I'm focused and spaced out. I've got to I've got to be in the present to be able to talk about it. But something happens when you're doing a picture like this to be able to find something that is not real because it can't be real, but something that your interpretation creates a feeling of that reality. I hope I'm making sense. Yeah. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I think no, it makes sense to me. Yeah. Good. Oh, well, it would make sense to everybody else. I, I want to give some context because I don't think we actually said, I don't remember us saying what picture it was, but there's a, I think it's Narrow Boats at Rest is what you named it. That's but right. It's, it's the canal right. 
narrow boats in pastel pencil that's one of the advanced pitches uh one of the advanced landscapes you've redone that mm-hmm. in watercolor no i haven't i haven't redone it i've redone the idea but it's a completely different picture oh it's not the same <laughs> if, if people look at it um you, first of all you've got a couple of little characters on the left hand side that are walking along a path i did think about putting some characters in when wouldn't, wouldn't have been them because i wouldn't want to repeat the same picture but I decided not to because I wanted the focus to be on the narrow boats and the woodland and the the orangey tree that's right in the centre of the behind the narrow boats. I wanted that to be the focus of it, so I decided not to put any characters in and no people in there. Yeah. No, it's a different picture, but it looks similar. I've got to say, it's similar. Yeah, but it's not the same picture. I used a completely different picture, and the barges are different as well. Well, there you go. But, but there you are. It that, looks that, similar. That's something for people to <laughs> look forward to. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, cool, excellent. Well, I, it's it also just so interesting going back to the dogs quickly is because we've released two German shepherds very closely together, and it's interesting to see yep. the German shepherd on the Ongre and the German shepherd on the pastel map and see just how. Uh, different the effects that you get on either um, as well that's right i think that's a really good comparison Uh, uh, yes we've got quite a lot of on gray pictures coming out haven't we we've still got dozens and dozens of them that uh, are coming out uh, because i've done a a spate of them recently didn't i with the um, the 24 set of pencils so there's quite a lot of on gray so people saying uh, you know i hope you're not going to go over to pastramet altogether no, not at all. There's still Andre and there's still room for it. But what we want to do is is to vary it like we have. And the, if we were to put all of the stuff we've got now on the uh, the website and you saw it all at one go, you'd be absolutely amazed at um, what there is out there. But oh. we can't we can't do that. It would be too much. But. Um, we're doing our best. You're doing your best. There was one question, though, Steve, that I was interested. Um, the Smarden scene that I've done in Pastel, that was on uh, – was that on – I can't remember. It was on, on, no, it was on grey, wasn't it? Now, that was on on grey paper. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. And I'm just wondering whether um, if I did another picture, I should do it on on grey or I should do it on Pastel mat. I think I might do it on Pastel mat next time. What, what another because, snow scene? Another snow scene. Yes, I haven't done a snow scene on pastel mat yet. Oh, that would be one I to really, do. I think it's one I'm, I've got to do. I might do it. Um, yeah, I, I, I will find one. Have a think. To do it. Yeah, that would be good. That would be a really good comparison, actually. Something different. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But but we do want to do one in watercolour as well. Yes, that, uh, so going back to all... what we were first talking about when we started this episode, <laughs> getting confused about all the different <laughs> slow scenes. Yes, then we'd, I'd like to see one of those on watercolour redone. Definitely, yeah, we'll have one in watercolour and one on pastel mat. So that's that's something that I've got to I've got to do. Yeah, lovely. All right then, Dad. Great stuff. We'll leave it there for this week. So thanks everyone for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it. I'm Stephen Bradley, and I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, Enjoy your week. week. <laughs> Did that sound off to you? Didn't. you? You waited for that one. No, I that did. won't come together. It will. It will. <laughs> <laughs>